Welcome back to White Fox After Hours. Welcome. I'm Scarlett. And I'm Cody. And we're your hosts of the official White Fox podcast. So how has your week been? My week's been good. We've had two new girls start on the socials team this week, which yes. has been so exciting. It's been amazing. Scarlett and I were running around like <laughs> crazy people and it's been so good already. Yeah, it's so crazy. The team's literally gone from two to four in the week. Yeah, I know. Um, the girls have been amazing and yeah, we're just excited for the team to grow. I know. I know. Maybe maybe we'll have them on the podcast eventually. <laughs> you get to meet them. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then last week we had our, what month is it? April? Yeah, the April birthday month. birthdays event and we did drag bingo and unfortunately Scarlett was sick so she yeah, didn't I make was it. At, I was in bed watching all of everyone's stories. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a fun event though. We did drag bingo and I actually won bingo so I was I was pretty impressed with myself because I never win anything. Yeah, <laughs> and when, like, when I say I was seeing a lot of stories, it was just <laughs> Cody with her prize. So it was like story after story story of Cody with this inflatable <laughs> man on her so it was like a pool toy around her his with name this, was Chad with Chad with his like arms out around her and it's like Cody running around with this Chad thing and making it cuddle her it was like I'm literally like it's what's only boyfriend going on that I have right now so me and Chad really hit it off you and Chad hit it off yeah but actually I left him at the bar where he belongs I was getting the ick he was cheating on me with too many people <laughs> He was running around with a few too many girls. Oh, yeah. No, it was the guys that really bothered oh, me. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. Nah, nah, Chad, can't Chad, be doing this. We can't be doing this. Now you've taken it too far. Yeah. So you <laughs> broke up with Chad. Yeah. I broke up with him yeah. and I abandoned him as he, Sad. yeah. So I don't know who he ended up going home with, but it wasn't me. <laughs> But overall, it did look like such a fun birthday event. Yeah, it was really, really fun. Everyone was just having the best time, dancing. I think we literally shut the bar down. So Wow, I love that. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. We definitely missed you, though. Laura and I sent oh. a <laughs> I know, because I went to bed quite early thinking Laura was coming home early. I hear her, like, coming at 2.30. I wake up to this message from Cody and she sent me a video of her and Laura in the bathroom and they go to send me a video saying, like, what, you hear kind of thing. But then they just start singing. They just start breaking out in song. Who's dancing. And then they're like, "You're." it's so embarrassing that you're sick. Like, stop being so sick. <laughs> Get here now. Yeah, we're pretty brutal, oh. but um, we just wanted you there. Yeah, no, it was a cute message to wake up to. Cute. <laughs> it was something. It was definitely something. I did watch it the next morning as well and had to stop it halfway through because I was like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> but something else that's been happening this week that's taken over social media is the Met Gala. Yes. There's a lot to discuss. There is. And we haven't really spoken about this yet so I'm excited to get your thoughts. No we haven't. I was just asking Cody who she thought her best dress was but we were like save it for the podcast. Yep, we gatekept. Um, but yeah it's all I've been seeing over the TikTok it's taken over the last 24 hours. Literally and I'm like fully in it. I was checking every like 10 minutes. Really? Updates. I just want to see what everyone's wearing. Okay so who did you rate okay. as best dress? Alright I've got a few. I okay. wrote them down because there was definitely a few. Okay. I really loved Ashley Graham. Yeah. The pink black moment. I feel like it was so different to everyone else's. Anne Hathaway looked stunning. I loved Anne Hathaway. I had yeah. her down yeah. for one of mine as well. I loved like all the pins and the different details. It was so nice. Yeah, it was amazing. It really like took back to like classic, but it was yeah. also really cool as well. Like, I know. Like, it was yeah. very calm. Yeah. Yeah, I really loved that. Also, Gigi, she looked amazing. Mm. I loved hers. Like it wasn't as much of a statement as some, but I don't know. I just loved like the silhouette was so nice and she just she's she stunning. She always looks amazing. She always slays. 
I actually always love her Met Gala looks. Yeah. Um, and then also Kim and Dua Lipa. Okay. I did love. You've just said them all. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, I have one more. I don't know how to say her name, but I don't know if it's Ano or Anok Yai. Yay. <laughs> okay. I should really fact check this. I think it's Anok Yai. Yai. I don't know. I don't know. But she looked so good. Did mm. you say it's the one with the... Um, I like, don't think I'm in as, in as deep as you. I think you've really done your... <laughs> I did my... I was like watching yeah, yeah. literally everything. But I'll show you after. It was so, so nice. Yeah. Okay. My favorite was definitely Anne Hathaway way as well mm -hmm. i also loved kim's and i saw so many people saying that it was in the worst dressed really but like as like her kylie and kendall but i feel like her separately from their yeah. outfits was amazing yeah i definitely agree she was the best dressed yeah. out of those three um and i also i loved jewel leapers yeah. Like, she just looked amazing. She looked like a little Chanel princess. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And, like, yeah, just really taking it back to, like, classic mm -hmm. Chanel as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I loved her so much. Who was your Who was your worst? Um, Speaking of Kardashians, I think Kendall. Yeah. But, like, out of the people that I really know and I was looking at. I know. Because I was looking at a few and, like, I was looking through some TikToks before and there was actually quite a few that I was yeah. not sure about these. Yeah. But out of the people that I, yeah, was looking at... Kendall. Yeah, that was mine as well. Like, what was that? I hated it. Yeah, it was really, I don't know what it was giving. It I was get, giving like... Like the vision. It was yeah. like very, I don't know, she was trying to be costumey in a way, but I don't love it. Like, you know what it was giving? Have you seen that? <laughs> that tick people have been comparing this on TikTok uh, of yeah, Chris. Yeah, when she's like, get your <laughs> Yeah. That's what it was giving. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, and also, like, low-key Playboy Bunny. Like, I just I wasn't... I felt that. Yeah. wasn't yeah. here for it. It I was really it. weird. And I just wasn't expecting that from her. Like, she... I feel like I've never seen her bad dress before. Yeah. So, I'm I've not sure... I've never seen her miss, but it... Is like, that a publicity like, stunt? Like, maybe. it's weird. I don't know. I really didn't get it, but I'm not here for it. However, Bad Bunny. Oh, my God. Did you see? People are calling him Back Bunny. Back he's Bunny? Like, his whole back was out. <laughs> he looked so good i actually you am obsessed with him bunny, now. don't you yeah i do but like yeah it was it was it was something like from the front yeah. you're like mm. and then the back pfft. doja cat was one that i was <laughs> like i'm obsessed with her like she is oh, so that funny was so funny the emma chamberlain the interview. interview she did so well like i watched that interview a few times i'm yeah. obsessed with emma chamberlain i know like being able to respond to doja cat in that interview and it was like she was having a full conversation like i know she's quick on her feet yeah like, she I was think, slaying yeah <laughs> i would be really caught off guard can you yeah. imagine i wonder if she knew that was gonna happen or not she looked pretty shocked so i don't think so i don't know like how are you gonna know what every single person's gonna do like yeah. you don't no you wouldn't yeah the iconic her and jack harlow into like I being saw that. jack harlow again yeah i know they their dynamic is <laughs> it's good <laughs> it kind of gives like brother sister vibes like i don't know like it's like they're yeah but like cheeky but then also flirty i'm mm, not sure i like it i don't know what it is but i like yeah, it it's something i had a few others written down um oh yeah there was just a lot of people that bored me i was just not like emrata i was expecting better mm. the last few years i feel like she's had really good looks i really loved her heavenly bodies one where she had like the big mm. angel thing but this year yeah i just don't even like i'm not gonna maybe remember that the theme that's throwing people because yeah, people maybe. went for some weird things like even like dressing up as Carl's cat like obviously Doja Cat and there was a few other people dressing up yeah, as Jared a cat Lane. but they've been really taking yeah. it very literally I know it was weird and um 
Oh, who else was it that I didn't like? Oh, Margot Robbie. I'm like, that was mm. so boring. You're playing like, Barbie. Like, not memorable. Like, do something better. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. No, I get you. Yeah, so that's that's a little Met wrap-up. Yeah. And another thing that I've, and I know everyone's TikTok feeds were full of before this. Yeah. Um, Sophia Richie's the pre-wedding and the whole entire wedding. Literally, her PR team has slayed she literally started TikTok and has gained like 10 million followers. It's just, it's crazy. It's so crazy. And it's all anyone is talking about. Like I've seen people throwing out their wardrobes just to be like Sophia Richie. Like, it's insane. She's like, taken over. old money, clean girl, Chanel, vintage aesthetic is in. She's bringing it. It's she's here brought to stay. it back in like a matter of weeks. I know. And they're just so smart the way they did it. Like, obviously, everyone's going to want to know about mm. this bougie wedding, but they've made it so relatable when it's so not relatable. Like, I that know. wedding, oh, my God. And they actually had, like, how they had Stephen Sanchez, like, singing the actual wedding song, and she didn't even realise until she was at the end of the aisle that her, the name had changed to her name. Yeah, and I noticed that. it was actually that. him singing. So that was their wedding song. I <laughs> did notice the same thing. <laughs> And I was, I don't know, I was just, I was focusing on all the wedding. The wedding, yeah. But, yeah, I'm hooked on her. so cute. And have you seen all the things about, like, find yourself a man like this and he's, like, following one person? Yes. (laughs) Instagram, it's just her. I know, I know. I saw this one that was, like, um, husband or boys on Instagram can be one of two things. And it's either Elliot, where he's literally only following his company and Sophia, (laughs) or... It's, um, I think it's Carly Kloss's husband where he, like his whole Instagram is just her. It's like, she's his muse. (laughs) And I agree. Otherwise I don't think boys should have Instagram. Honestly, I think that's a very small percentage of men who are doing these things. And maybe they're the only two in the world because I haven't, I think I've only seen the other part where it's like, they're following every single girl and they're liking every every single Instagram model that there ever is. (laughs) But yeah, I'm hooked and everyone else is as well. Yeah. It's. It's just Met and Sophia Ritchie. That's all and I that's see. All. And that's all I care about, really. So And the other trend we were talking about, how funny is the one? We were talking about this, how oh, it's like yeah. <laughs> It's like this is the only three things my TikTok has been serving yeah. me. And so same as you. Yeah. But it's like I've given up on the app, so now I'm just in a surfboard shop looking for a husband. Yeah. And then there was this and the next one was um Time yeah, to like, look confused at the AFL. Yeah, now I'm looking confused at the AFL. And then I've seen the other side of it where it's like a man like looking confused in Sephora. Yeah. What are we gonna do? We need to start mm. looking confused because these apps I think I'm mm. looking confused at the AFL. I think that's a good one. I went to the AFL on the weekend actually. Were you looking confused? I was looking confused, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was confused. How did that go for you? Um not well. I was with my family, so um it's not exactly the picking up kind of vibe. Yeah, understandably. <laughs> yeah. But um, um, would recommend. It was actually really fun. Yeah. I love going to the AFL. It is fun. Oh, really? Yeah. It's my first time. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a sporty gal. But anyway, should we get into the episode? I think we should. So this week we're going to be talking about everything within the single girl era. So anything to do with doing you, being comfortable with being single. And what it's like being single in your 20s as well. Like um, I know a lot of people can see it as a negative thing sometimes and some people see it as a positive but I know because we're just here to speak about all of it like 
um, being real with what it's like and, um, yeah, all the perks to it as well because there are yeah. so many There upsides. are a lot of perks. I think we're, we're here to be real with it because there are a lot of ups and there are a lot of downs and I feel like being single is so chaotic, especially when you're single, <laughs> like, in your 20s. I feel like there's just so much happening at all times. Like, one day you're on top of the world, the next you're, like, crying, the next you're in a hinge spiral, <laughs> then you're, like, going on dates. It's just, it's so chaotic. We've been through it all and I feel like a lot of podcasts talk about how you should just be positive and happy and do all this, but I just wanted to come from a real angle and, yeah, it's not always like that. Sometimes no. it's harder than others and... Yeah, we're just coming for the single chats. Yeah. So we've both been single for the past year and living in our 20s and doing the most. Yeah. But feeling it all. So Feeling it all. And I feel like sometimes I've been really happy to be single and sometimes I haven't been so happy to be single. Yeah. It comes in waves, to be honest. It definitely does. And it's like, it, yeah, it's crazy how quickly it can change as well. I know. And the thing is, everyone around us experiences this as well. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever we speak to any of our friends, it's the same thing. Sometimes they're in this stage where they're so happy with being single and they're just loving being by themselves. And other times they're like, yeah, I've been on Hinge. I've been, like, scrolling. I've been spiralling. Doom scrolling. Yeah, doom scrolling. <laughs> Not really, actually. Whenever I go on Hinge, I'm on there for, like, five minutes and I'm like, ugh, I'm bored. But it's like this toxic cycle of having it, deleting it, having it, deleting yeah. it. Like, yeah, you just go through some funny stages. I've deleted it so many times. So have I. I'm in the stage where I don't actually have an account at the moment. Really? Yeah. I've actually been on it a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but See, this is what we mean about changing because if you had have asked Cody that last week, I yeah. think it was probably deleted. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I think it was actually. I feel like we're never on the same Mm-mm. page either, like mm. ever. Really? I feel like it goes through stages. So, like, when you first go through a breakup, Mm. you're in this stage where you're like, I'm never talking to a single boy ever again. Yes. And then you kind of get through that and you're in the stage where you are boy crazy. Yeah. Like, you're going out and the only reason you're going out is to meet someone. You're looking around the room like, at all times. Thinking about it, but you're, like, on the prowl. No, you really are. Like, you're on Hinge. You're on the apps. You may be on two apps. (laughs) When you go out, you're looking around and if... I don't know, even if you don't see anyone that you're interested in, you kind of like, I want to go home now and you're kind of sad. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like everyone goes to that stage and then you get to a stage where you're getting out of that stage and you're just happy being by yourself. Yeah. And then from there, I think it goes from, yeah, it goes in waves. Like not as severe as those situations, but it's a bit like some days you're really happy with it and then others, yeah, you're wanting to, I don't know, have a bit of a cuddle. Yeah, that would be nice. (laughs) No, that's so true. I feel like I definitely went through that exact journey when I was first single. Like the no boys stage for me lasted maybe, I don't know, it was like a few months. I I remember that for you. I was kind of pushing for it. I was like, I was excited when every time you'd talk about it, you'd just look at me like, right (laughs) eye. I know. I was just really like off everything. Yeah. But also for the first time, pretty much in my life, I experienced like feeling sad about being single. I'd never really felt that before. And that was like kind of recently. So I had to really work on like switching my mindset about it. And I was talking to Scarlett about it a bit. I was like, oh, like I no. the thing is, I think at the start of the year, I was like, oh, 
Like now I actually feel like I am maybe ready for like some kind of relationship. And I'm just a girl of extremes. So as soon as I decided that in my head, I was like, okay, I want it right now. <laughs> and you're like, why aren't they here? Why like, isn't it I'm here? ready now. Why does no one want me? <laughs> why is no one around? There's no one, there's no one on the apps and I'm going to be single forever. That's, yeah. that's what, that's sorry. That's what no. I'm <laughs> Are you my intrusive thoughts? <laughs> No, but that's seriously what happened. Yeah, that's what happened. And I was really sad about it. And I don't know, I felt like there was something like missing from my life, even though before Mm. I'd kind of thought about all that stuff, I was completely fine. I didn't feel like anything was missing. All of a sudden, I'm like, there's this big hole in my life that I'm like sad about. And yeah, whenever I'd be like, I don't know, sad, I would just get into like a little spiral. Mm. And I had to really switch my mindset. And I feel like I've come out of that now. So we can talk about kind of ways to do that today as well. How to get out of a single girl spiral. Single girl spiral. Um, so how did you, how did you get out of it? I feel like when you've got that perspective of feeling lonely and you're just trapped in this loneliness, Mm. you are creating this desperation and your energy is desperate and it's gross. And from that desperate energy, you make poor choices. You do. And even if you were ready, like that means you're not ready for the right person then because you're not going to meet a person, the right person because you're not in the right headspace. Yeah. Your energy is like not attracting the type of person that you would want to be with. Mm -hmm. So you're and also you're like desperate, like craving something. So it's like, you're just going to take the closest thing you can find and not think about, oh no, actually that person doesn't meet my standards at all. Like Mm -hmm. you're not creating healthy boundaries for yourself. So I think the best thing that you can do in that time, actually the best thing that you can do immediately when you're having like a spiral, I saw this thing on TikTok where it was like, your brain needs 20 minutes to like process those thoughts. I don't know how factual this is, but (laughs) I've been doing it. (laughs) I actually read it in the New York Times. (laughs) (laughs) yeah it apparently needs like 20 minutes to process all of those feelings and get over that spiral and then once that 20 minutes has passed you're like in a much clearer headspace to make that decision and so I actually have been doing this and every time I'm like in this single girl spiral Mm. I've been waiting just 20 minutes before I take any kind of action reassessing and after 20 minutes I'm like you know what that's actually a terrible idea this is great news (laughs) yeah it's like you need this I know. I'm so impulsive. Like, yeah. Because when you're in that, like, that little spiral, that's the time where you text your ex. Yeah. Okay, side little story, like, while we're here. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> when Cody was going through this, I changed her mm. ex's number, well, the, like, ex situationships number in her phone to that's embarrassing. <laughs> so if she was ever getting herself, like, in her head or if she was out on a night out and was not making the right decision Mm -hmm. she would say that's embarrassing and it's worked so (laughs) well kind of but (laughs) it worked for a few months it did work but Um, that's a hot little tip for anyone if you are going through that and you're worried about what your like brain's gonna do when it's out or not out yeah it's it a little reminder. Like a treat. And then when he was calling her. Yeah, it comes through as... It comes through as that's embarrassing. The amount of missed calls I got from that's embarrassing. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That is embarrassing. You know that's really that's embarrassing. so embarrassing. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I did definitely proceed to text that's embarrassing knowing that it was like that. However, I, feel like I got over it. Yeah. And it was a really great reminder. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks, Scar. She's got my back. Um, so that's a good tip though like giving yourself 20 minutes to think is this what I actually want to do and this is the right decision yeah I think that's the best way to approach it like immediately yeah but as a whole I feel like you need to 
like use all this time that you've got and all this space and all this extra energy to just focus it on yourself. Like, yeah, well, I think it's just a switch in mindset. Like it's actually just bringing yourself back down to reality and seeing the time as a positive thing and what you can do with it because you don't know, like you could literally meet the love of your life in a week Mm. and you've spent the time that you have had by yourself, like not using it in a positive way or even just enjoying it. Like I've had so many friends who in relationships and they're been with their partners for years and like not have this time single yeah and they look back and they're like god I wish I had that time and to focus on yourself so it's like you literally don't know you could be swept off your feet in a month or a week and you won't have this time anymore literally it's just like seeing that positive side to it and yeah switching your mindset a bit and like even straight away just doing something that's going to make you feel better is like calling a friend or like I don't know watching like your favorite movie or your book or like cooking something really nice or just you know doing something by yourself or with friends that you wouldn't be able to do if you you know yeah yeah I know because it's like it actually is such an exciting time in your life like in your lifetime you're never gonna have this much energy to like focus on yourself Mm. so use it (laughs) like it's such a good time to try new things and like hang out with your friends and focus on the things that you want to focus on your career, like start new hobbies. You literally are never going to have this much time ever. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like that's how I kind of reshaped my mindset that as well that you were saying before, like act as if you're going to meet the love of your life, like next week. And how would you use the rest of your time? And having that switch in energy as well. Other people couldn't feel that. Yeah. And like, you're going to be attracting someone much better and much more suited to your energy. If you're like, at that level of energy. Yeah. Like feeling better about your life, feeling happy. And I actually saw this TikTok that Laurie Harvey was talking on a podcast or in an interview. And what she said was, if you're not romantically or emotionally linked to anyone, that the power that you hold is completely yours. Like no one can affect that high emotional energy. That's so nice. I actually love that so much. Yeah. I'm going to write that down and like put it on my wall. (laughs) I'll send you the TikTok. You can listen to it. But it's actually so true. It's like you've just got all this space to just focus on yourself. And like, I feel like, when you're kind of acting in line with all your values and you're creating this life that you love, you attract like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And I think you said that when you first got out of a relationship as well, you met like so many people yeah, and like your life fully changed. And I experienced the same thing and it's fully because you're just like acting in line with who you actually mm. are. And that's, that's how you meet the people that you're actually supposed to be with. Yeah, 100% through having this time by myself, everyone around me now, they were kind of in my life, some people, mm. but like the group of people around me is completely changed. Yeah. And it's just crazy because it is the energy that you're putting out. Having that time by yourself, you're actually able to think, what are my values and what do I want to be doing every day? Mm-hmm. Like, what's my routine? <laughs> like, what do I eat? What do I do day to day in the morning? Like, what's my morning routine? What's my night routine? Like, you're able to set all that up exactly what you want to do. Yeah. Like, not that you can't do that in a relationship, but obviously you're compromising a little bit. Mm. You're like, you're going to have to fit yourself into each other's schedules. Yeah, exactly. Like but you, it's just a chance for you to figure that out by yourself. Yeah. And you're leveling up your life. So automatically you level up your standards for what you're going to get in your life. And I feel like once you kind of create that routine and that's like a strong routine, you do that every day. You're not going to change that for anyone once you have someone come into mm. your life. And I think when you're not clear about what you want, you're not clear about your boundaries. That's when you let things in that like, oh, 
not worth it. Yeah. And I think not even not being ready for a relationship. Like I know I've been in relationships before where I haven't been who I want to be or doing what I want to be doing every day because I didn't know that before. Like I didn't have that time by myself before those relationships to figure out like how I wanted to live. Mm. So I was just fitting into someone else's life and doing what they wanted to do. And it doesn't make you happy. Like you just don't feel like yourself. Yeah, that's so true. Like I think you've got to be honest with yourself with what you actually need at that time. And it might not be what you want, but like you do subconsciously know if you're not ready for a relationship and you're just a craving one because you're lonely, like, you know, and I think if that's not what you need, like you really need to be honest with yourself and spend the time getting to know yourself better and figuring out what you do want. And after you kind of build that for yourself, you won't feel this lack in your life so much. Like you're, you've filled that with everything mm. that you love. And that's when you'll actually meet someone. Yeah. When you least when expect, you least expect it. Because they say that, but it's actually true. No, I know. It actually is. And I feel like kind of along this, I was talking with a friend a few weeks ago who was going through a situation like this and she kind of realised that she was in a bit of a situation where she wasn't being treated the way that she wanted Mm. to and she was always comparing it to her last relationship being like, oh, this person wouldn't treat me like that. This person would never do that to me. And she was like, no, you wouldn't let that person do that to you because your standards were raised for that person. But now she's been acting in this like desperate kind of energy. So she lowered her standards and so she's the one that's been allowing that into her life Mm. and it's like she realized that you have the power to cut people off and like you create your standards so people might not be treating you the way that you want to be treated but ultimately that's a problem that you need to face and like you have the power to Mm. cut them off so I think that is like a big thing as well when you're single it's like remembering your power and your worth is the biggest thing yeah and like I think too people even though sometimes it can feel hard being single is so much better than being in something that isn't making you feel good like and there are people like you said that rush into things or will like lower their standards just so they're not alone yeah but yeah you're not going to be happy then either because you like are in relationship that is not right for you yeah and oh my god yeah well it's better to just have that time by yourself rather than being in something that's you know not making you happy yeah I would take like being single over being in a bad relationship any day it's not worth it <laughs> no, it's I not know. worth the it waste it drains your energy it's a waste of time and I'm not here for it like absolutely not under no circumstances no I agree and I think like at the stage that I'm in now and I've been through all of them that we've spoken about mm. but I've kind of got to this stage where I I feel like sometimes a bit too like got my walls up where I'm like okay, I'm not letting anyone in because I don't want that kind of situation. Yeah. But I think I'm just in a stage where I literally, like, I'm not on any, like, dating apps or anything. I'm Mm. literally just focusing everything on myself, my friends, my work. And it's, like, it is such a good feeling. Like, I haven't thought about a boy in so long. It's weird. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's so good, though, because when you start doing that and you build a routine, like, you get used to it. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like you're missing anything. I know. I don't feel that at all. And, like, obviously, when there is the right person that comes around, like, obviously, I would be open to that yeah but it's just it is such a nice feeling just knowing that like I'm not wasting my time on anything and I'm Mm. like giving all that energy to myself obviously it comes in ebbs and flows like (laughs) (laughs) I was telling Cody a few weeks ago I was at home and I think I was a bit jet lagged and a bit tired Mm. but I just (laughs) I don't know 
I was by myself at home and I just got into this weird, like I hadn't been on Hinge in months and I just jumped on and started like scrolling through. And thank <laughs> God one of my friends messaged me saying, do you want to come out? And I was like, yep. <laughs> Immediately, yes. <laughs> Immediately, yes. <laughs> but yeah, like it can go through ups and downs. Oh my but God, yeah. you got to take it as it comes. Be easy on yourself, but also mm-hmm. when you need to, be tough on yourself. Yeah. Just get a grip. <laughs> yeah. And I think like obviously there's going to be times where you do feel lonely, but it's like cool. You have friends around you who are also single and um, yeah, just like calling your friends, like doing something for yourself. Like you're going to get out of that little loneliest hole. Yeah. Something else that I use if I'm ever in a spiral is if you're ever like really wanting to have a boyfriend, think about (laughs) what if you had to get up and get ready to go to like a family function with all of their extended family that day? Imagine (laughs) that. Is actually what you do? Yeah. I'm like, oh no, I don't want to do that. No, no, I'm good. Count me out. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. There's one for you. Yeah. You could be. Hot tip. So what you're doing is going out with your girlfriends and having the best time and doing you instead of wasting your time hanging out with someone else's family. Okay. Hot tip. If you're feeling sad and single, picture yourself not wanting to go to a family function. I mean, that works. works. It honestly works. You use your energy to have fun and do you. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we should tell the people like the real side of being single. Like, what are, you, what are your thoughts on being single in Sydney and dating? <laughs> There's a reason why I'm, I've gone anti-dating. <laughs> and that is, I don't know, I feel like it's weird now. I feel like when you hear about people dating, like, years ago, it's changed so much. Like, everything's online now. Yeah. And it's made people awkward. I know. <laughs> and even when I do go out, I don't have anyone speaking to me ever. Okay. You know what it Unless is? It... I think it's Australian boys. I'm just going to say it. Okay. Because when... Whenever I've met American guys are so forward, so confident. True, same with UK boys, actually. UK boys, I mean, they've got banter. Like, yeah. they know how to talk to you. Australian boys. No, actually, that's a good good concept you have there. And I've talked to a few of the UK girls that have started at White Fox, and they agree. They're shocked. They said they've been sold this dream of Australian surfer boys and how, like, funny they are and whatever. But no, they won't actually even talk to you. No, they, they don't actually care. don't. They're it's... just there for the boys. They don't care. And then they'll, they'll make, like, some stupid comment. <laughs> dating now is like literally all online it's like a little like on an instagram story like not even like a react like a, a like yeah like what like you, that's what someone shooting their shot <laughs> what do you expect me to do with that yeah oh. and then and then you head to the dating apps and it's like I think for me personally I'm a very I'm someone who wants to connect with someone in real life so I find dating apps really hard same but there's like a statistic that it's like a high percentage of people find their partners on dating apps now really oh have you not heard that I'm sorry to let you know oh my god now I'm depressed so (laughs) don't don't get yourself in another little spiral I'm smiling I'm smiling Um, but yeah so that's that's the new day and age and I think it's just now people have so many options on social media and dating apps where it's just like you can log on and a guy can or a girl can just you know meet anyone through those and they have so many options yeah it's just changed what it's like yeah it's like so accessible however I don't know about you but half the time I match with someone on hinge I literally never talk to them no they never talk to me I never talk to them and that's it I think it's just people like to get the validation of a match it's the validation it's the ego and then you're like, cool, that filled my cup for five minutes. Now I know. I'm good. I saw this TikTok actually and it's like, you meet Chad on a dating app, you match. He messages you. He says, I don't go on here much. Should we head over to Instagram? You head over to Instagram. 
you message Chad, like message like back and forth, don't like don't get like no one replies, it ends up dying out. Then a few months later, you see this Chad on an Instagram story and he's like sending a fire react. Then and you think like, oh, like who's that kind of thing? You, who's Chad? And you like, oh, that's the guy that I matched with a few months ago. Another few months go by and he soft launched his girlfriend. <laughs> And you're like, cool, time to unfollow. <laughs> time to unfollow. Unfollow Chad. But literally. That's how all of my hinge matches have gone. I don't think I've been. Have you been on any successful hinge dates? Successful. Like, I don't have a boyfriend. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I'm counting a successful date as it not being awful. Oh, no. I've been on a hinge date that was good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was fine. Yeah. It was good. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it was good. He ended up moving and became a pen pal. I haven't really met that many people on hinge. I've met like one other person that we matched and then I met them out and that's kind of like a way that I was like kind of like oh yeah kind of thing yeah okay but yeah now I'm off the app completely see this is the cycle this I'll be back in a few months a few weeks I'll be back tomorrow I'll be back I'll be back tonight now that I, this has made me twist <laughs> No, I... See, at least we're in the hit list together if Cody gets a boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) It's not looking likely. (laughs) So you've never been on a successful hinge date that you've enjoyed? I've been on one hinge date that I enjoyed at the time, but then I found out that it was what's... Yeah, we spoke about him on the podcast. Do you know what's actually funny? This is another thing about dating in Sydney, actually, that I'll get to. So the guy that we spoke about that Cody went on a date with that all my friendship group went on a date with... was messaging he so another girl that we go to the gym with didn't know any of this and her friend went on a date with him and then like another one of like another girl's friend also matched with him on Hinge and went on a date with him. So he is out here. He must be paying for like a premium membership on Honestly, Hinge. He because I see he comes celebrity. up all the time. Mm. Like it's actually. He's, I don't know. He has no fear. Like he's literally even liked stories of me and you on a Has he? Of us together. What? He literally has oh no shame. Oh my God, he's got no shame. But that gives me the ick that he yeah. is like all over Hinge. I know. But yeah, like what, what I was getting into there was that dating in Sydney is like there's so many people that had asked me on a date or messaged me or something and it's like no they're off like limits because your friend's been with them or your friend's yeah. messaged them or you like your friend's friends has you'd think that the dating pool is so much bigger than it is but it's actually so small oh it's actually insane like I was on a walk with a friend this morning and like she was interested in this guy that she like I don't know had seen at the gym and she told her friend she's like oh no sorry my my um other friends setting me up with him like it's like literally like that it's it's wild it's hard out here I even met someone randomly out the other week and they were like oh yeah I know Scarlett I was like what (laughs) it's crazy everyone knows each other it's just everything is way too interconnected when I first moved to Sydney everything felt really big everything's starting to feel really small yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah that's it's it is it's difficult it's weird it's it's weird it's weird out there you know the only other hinge date that I did go on I can't remember if I said this on the podcast or not but it was the guy that didn't speak English did I say that (laughs) no (laughs) yeah so I went on a date with this guy no to preface this we were in the uber with Laura on the way to an event and Cody goes (laughs) 
um, I'm going on a date with this guy tomorrow. She shows the Hinge profile and Laura's like, you know, he's from, where was he from? <laughs> Croatia. Croatia. And Cody's like, no, I don't think he's from Croatia. He's just like got a Croatian background. And Laura's like, I don't think he's putting Croatia as his like home country if he's not from Croatia. <laughs> okay. This was when, you know what? I think it was right after we filmed a podcast episode about dating and I was inspired. I was like, I'm preaching <laughs> all of this. I need to do it myself. And so I went on Hinge and I found this guy and he asked me on a date and I was like, I can't say no now. I've literally just said everyone needs to start dating for market research. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Biggest waste <laughs> of my time. Literally, <laughs> he did not speak English. He Fresh actually, into the country? Honestly, he like, we needed like Google Translate almost. <laughs> like it was so bad. I can't. I actually, it was a waste of time. I went for an hour. I sat through it for an hour and I said, got to go home. Got to go home. We can't be doing this. So yeah, you guys were right. <laughs> she tried to go out of the pool and it didn't work. And I never went on another oh. date again. That was actually the last date I went on. See, we're just right out here waiting for the right person doing us. Yeah, because you don't want to waste your time. Our time's valuable. That's how I get. And I don't know if that's a positive thing or a negative thing, but I'm always like, I would rather, if I have a night to myself, mm. I'm so happy and I'm like, I can't wait to have a night in by myself. I think because we are so on the go and busy with work and social life. Like if I have a night free, I'm either so happy to have a night by myself or I'm like, who can I catch up with? Yeah. Like, I want to see one of my friends that I haven't yeah. seen in a while. Like, yeah. So I don't know if that's good or bad of me, but that's how I get. I think it's good because if the right person came around, you would be open Actually, to seeing true. them. Actually true. If I was really interested in someone, I'd be, yeah. yeah. But like, I'm just not going to waste my time on someone that I'm not excited about. No, 100%. And you know what? Like when it does come, it is the best feeling and I'm like so excited for all those firsts like mm. one of my friends was talking about this guy that she just started seeing and she's like getting all excited to see him and they're oh, like getting so that stage of you know when it's just like all new um so yeah I think if the right person came along, you definitely would be, yeah, ready to give up your time. Yeah, I hope so. I feel like I'm pretty... <laughs> we definitely would. <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty stuck in my ways now. But you know, You've gone up and down in just this podcast. <laughs> yeah. You're talking no, about how you want a it, boyfriend and then you're like, oh, sorry, I'm stuck in my ways. When it actually comes to like... That's the thing. That's why I need to be honest with myself because when it actually comes to the reality of having a boyfriend, I think I would struggle to give up my time, you know? Same actually I think I really would yeah now that I haven't actually thought about that but I would yeah like I would want to but like I don't know I've just gotten so used to like living my own life living my single life being selfish doing me and no, so same you know what when would they fit in I don't know when I'm fitting them in nope because yeah like it's <laughs> I'm booked and busy I'm booked and busy my next weekend free is June end of June yeah <laughs> Sorry, I've got no time. So that's another thing. That's I can't fit you into my schedule, sorry. If I was to plan a date, it would be looking like it's late June. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck to us. Yeah. In saying that, what is your favourite thing about being single? I think like one of my favourite experiences I've had being single is going on girls trips with my single friends. Like everyone is just on vibes. <laughs> it's so much fun. Just like the people you meet and the things you do, like everyone is just chaotic and it's so fun like just say yes to everything you know I went to Bali and Melbourne mm. and they were just like little trips but it was so much fun yeah fun so, girl trips yeah I think if you're single
people, book in some girls trips. You've got something to look forward to. And then you've got all of these stories and it's just, yeah. Before you get swept up, like we said, take the, take the take chance the while you have it. <laughs> Literally. What about you? Um, yours are a bit fun. <laughs> I feel like mine's a bit deep. Okay. <laughs> but it is just having that time, like we said, to focus on you. Yeah. Like I feel like I've really, really taken the time to just focus on myself and I can do literally whatever I want to do. Um, and I've just made so many amazing friends and like, I've like, just love my life how it is at the moment. Like I'm in this stage where I, me and Laura were going to go to a psychic the other day. And I said to her, like, I don't even want to go because I just, I like, I'm so happy with everything right now that I just don't even want it to change. That's so nice. Like, I just didn't want them to say anything about like, oh, your path is going to change or you're meant to be on this path. I was just like, I'm just so happy in like what the life that I've created, like by being able to be by myself. Yeah. So I think that's, that's my favorite thing. And just yeah also knowing that I've like had all this time to really like now I would never let anyone really into my life that I know is not going to be worth being there yeah yeah yeah, exactly but I think that's my favorite thing (laughs) I definitely took a lighter route there (laughs) however I fully agree with everything that you said like it's just it's so amazing to look back and be like oh no I'm like in so much of a better place right now yeah it's because I gave myself the time yeah and I've had the most amazing experiences like built like so many amazing friendships Mm. and yeah yeah, it's just, it's so much fun. I know. But yeah, like, yeah, sometimes I'm like, would be nice to have a boyfriend. <laughs> but that's what we're saying. It's normal to feel like that. It's yeah, normal. It is. It's up and down. It's chaotic, but it's a journey and it's a lot of fun and you're not alone and you're not going to be like that that's forever. That's kind of why we wanted to have that chat because I feel like this is the conversation that me and Cody have quite often. We go up and down with these things and we just thought like if we're feeling like this, there's probably other girls out there that are feeling the same. So this one's kind of for the single girlies out there. Absolutely. And even if you are in a relationship, there's all these things that you obviously can put in place too. Like you don't have to be by yourself to be, you do for some of those things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this one, this podcast is primarily for our single gals however if you're in a relationship you can definitely apply these things to your life to better your life as well yeah 100 percent. but i think the moral of the story as well is it's for the plot the fun times are for the plot the times yep. that you're in your little spirals it's also it's just challenges in the plot when anything <laughs> happens when we're like something's happened and we're no, having like a bit of a moment that's what we always say we're like it's for the plot yeah. and it actually is and it's like such a good way to look at it so that's that's another thing you can do yeah exactly and also when you're feeling a bit down like that's I mean a bit of a deeper note than the plot but that's when you like create so much growth when you get yourself out of that spiral yeah. and you don't act like a crazy person and do something quite <laughs> insane <laughs> like that's- text that's embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> Cody's silent on that one but yeah no it's like it's just yeah this is like the situation that's happening to you at the moment and just use it for the good like yeah yeah just and yeah know that it's normal to feel every feeling Mm -hmm. and like I know yeah like we said like a lot of the podcasts that we listen to they're all just saying like yeah like use the positive use the positives but it's like it's okay to feel the negatives too yeah or like everyone does I feel like a lot of people are preaching like go on dates do all that but you don't have to like you literally don't have to do whatever you're feeling if you want to go on lots of dates absolutely that's so much fun you'll meet so many new people you'll have the best time if you're ready to do that if you're not literally like tell everyone that you're not dating right now do you focus on yourself hang out with your friends you can do literally whatever you want with your time when you're single and that's yeah that's what we're just trying to say here today yeah do you honestly do you (laughs) whatever your little heart decides (laughs) my heart is not desiring this much it's not very good (laughs) 
I've made Cody try a matcha today and she's not happy. I'm not happy about it. With the decision. Every time I have a matcha, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You like the ice one we had last week. Yeah, that one's actually quite good. But I've been trying to turn Cody to the matcha side and she's not having it. I know. I know. I try every time and then every time I remember that I don't like matcha. (laughs) She's just sitting there with a full cup of matcha in her hand this whole time. (laughs) It's cold. I sipped it before and was like, (laughs) In saying that, you might see me and Cody make some of the TikToks set about looking confused in different locations because (laughs) we're off the dating apps. So if you see us making any TikToks, are they AFL confused? (laughs) (laughs) Let's do that, actually. (laughs) Yeah, let's book that in. Let's book that in. Well, we hope you enjoyed the episode and hope anyone out there who is a single girly like us can relate. Yes, we we're all in this together. We're all going through the same experiences. <laughs> so we hope that you enjoyed the episode and that you can relate to something in here today. I'm sure yes. I'm sure someone out there can. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you subscribe and download wherever you get your podcast because it does help us out. Yes, and make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok at White Fox After Hours for all the extra BTS content. And we'll see you next week.